Uh, it's the Frank and Friends show. Hi, I'm Catherine Frady. <laughs> I'm Frank Murphy. What are you doing? <laughs> are you doing more friends and less friends? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm doing more friends, <laughs> less friends. Oh, that song. I know that song. It's um, uh, Suzanne Vega, right? I think so. Yeah, I just know, it, you know, at a, the opening of a Friends episode, one of them is singing that. You got well, it in my head because you were singing it. Well, because, I, yeah, sometimes it pop, songs pop in my head, but I think of the version that Richard Cheese did. Which is, they take that one that you're doing, and he mixes it with the I Dream of Jeannie. Like, they, that happens at the same time? Uh, we can Google it, but, okay. I mean, I'm not musical enough to explain it, except yeah. that that was the shtick. It's a mashup. Is that he might, took those, yeah, took I Dream of Jeannie and Tom's Diner. Hey, um, we've got a website that doesn't have any of those things on it. <laughs> Frankandfrenchshow.com. And but you can get our merchandise there. Like mugs. Yeah. Like canvas uh, prints. And sweatshirts and pint glasses, Mm-mm-mm. cell phone cases. Things. All the things at frankandfriendshow.com backslash store. Happiness and joy available to you for sale. Um, so we had a good show uh, the other day, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. You know, Me too, uh, yeah. With more snow, more ice, January, but <laughs> whatever happens. Um, but I, I have several things to tell you, and I know you've got some stuff too. So, what were you gonna? Uh, what's on your list? We'll start with you. Well, you know, I went to the Van Gogh exhibit when I was out of town. Didn't you, it wouldn't it be appropriate to say you Van went? I Van went. You Van went to the Van Gogh in I, I which? Went, in what state? I go. I go to the Van Gogh went story. No, I went in uh, Dallas to the Van Gogh exhibit. They have them in other big cities. They do. It's actually traveling around, and it's this there, immersive experience. Is there only one at a time? Because I feel like I mean, basically, based on Facebook posts, I felt like I saw your post from Dallas and someone else's posts from, from Houston. Oh, you probably saw Whitney. I yeah. Mean, you probably saw Whitney. Whitney is the opera singer? The opera who looks singer. looks like a Disney princess? Yes, the Disney princess opera singer. <laughs> she was, she's also from Texas, and her family was in Houston. And oh. over the holidays, she went to the Van Gogh exhibit in Houston. I, I felt like I saw someone go in Nashville months ago, but also yeah. in Atlanta. Atlanta. It's been in New York. It's been in Toronto. So it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I did a, uh, hosted a fundraiser here in Knoxville, and the lady who had organized the fundraiser, April uh, Comerford. She runs. She owns the uh, Poke Works. The Poke, oh, nice. If you want to get some go Poke Bowls. Nice. Uh, but she was Im- impressed by it when she van went wherever it was. And uh, so she just themed our little thing at the church. You know, she had the blue lights and the and the stars on the ceiling. And yeah. it was just kind of the blue and gold theme. It wasn't um, a direct ripoff of Van Gogh, but it was certainly reminiscent. And it's it was a well very done. cool experience. So basically, you walk into the painting. And you can sit oh. sit around in the in the gallery. Does it make you feel all crazy and artistic? There are he, some. moments. He's crazy, right? Well, there are some moments that um, the way the video moves, because all of the all of the art is done in a video projection, and it's moving throughout the can whole I ask time. A, a very personal question: Now that you've been immersed in Van Gogh, yes, may I please see both your ears? <laughs> they still exist. Yeah. Okay, I was concerned. Yeah. They're not cut off. Yeah. Wanted to make yeah. sure because uh, I would worry. Yeah, yeah, could be a thing. That's a, it's, it's a thing. But I, I left with both my ears, <laughs> and so you can still wear glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they have music playing to go through as well, and so you just sit down and hmm. or walk around if you want, and you see all of the art all the way around the the room. It's on. Is every it better single than a regular wall. art gallery? Because oh I mean, yeah, I um. Oh, yeah. 
I, uh, I uh, okay. don't go to a lot of art gal. I've been to an art gallery or two, and is that your thing? Well, I mean, the I was somewhat interested. Well, one night, uh, one day, one time, my wife and I needed a place to just go hide out from the DC heat, yeah. and really, we wanted to take a nap, but we were, couldn't. We're downtown in Washington. We had a, an event in the late morning, and then there was a long break until the next event. So we went to the National Portrait Gallery, okay. figuring it would be not crowded. Right. And we might recognize some of the famous faces on the wall. Right. And they had some couches. We could, so we're just Sit sitting there relax. in yeah. front of Benjamin Franklin, like leaning on each other's shoulder <laughs> with our eyes closed. And nobody bothered us for a while. So that was. Until they thought you were homeless and snuck in. It's certainly possible. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, we were just trying to get out of the heat. Yeah. Well, this is much. Well, I've been to galleries like that, and I, I do like art museums. So, okay. um, but but I mean, if you're this artistic, is a very different yeah, experience. I mean, I can't draw for squat. You know, yeah. I mean, I have no. To me, it's all just a magic trick, and I'm like, well, you may as well have just you know bought that at a store because I don't know how, I don't know how you carve. You know, they say Michelangelo. Well, the angel was in the marble. I just set it free. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're like about that. Yeah. Did, well, did you saw Shadow Light that Marble City Opera did? Yes. Okay, so you know how there were there were actors on stage and they were moving and they were in yeah, it was immersive, white right. and it was immersive and we put the art on the wall. Now, I liked and it was that moving. because I understood that the main character was mentally ill mm-hmm. and that he was drawing things right. as a way to express his illness. I would say the Van Gogh immersive experience is very much like that production. There's but music see, going and there's video of his artwork and it's all yeah. moving at different times. And some of it, like, for instance, there's a picture of a train. And instead of just like showing you like a flash photography of yeah. the train, the train actually moves across the wall. Oh. Like the flowers oh, so the paintings actually come to grow. Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. The paintings come to life. All right. Well, I can see that. That's, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. But I'm, I, I like to when the painting is of something. You know, so I'm a painting of a train. That's good. Painting of irises, fantastic. I'm all in, I'm all in favor of all of those things, right? Yeah. But when it's like, we we watched we watched a show on uh, Netflix or something, and it was about people who had made ripoff versions, you know, imitation versions of abstract impressionistic art. And I'm like, well, you can't tell the difference because the original is not that good. You know, it's like Rothko. Is that Rothko? Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. All right, so there's Rothko, <laughs> and I think what he had was he had a rectangle that was red and a rectangle that was green, and they were on top of each other. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. But doesn't that, was, that give you hope that you could paint something? I know. I could totally paint that. <laughs> exactly. But it's not worth a million dollars. It's worth, it's, you know, it's, I would be the guy ripping off. It's just terrible. I went to an um, exhibit with my sister one time at an art museum. We, she, we flew all the way across the country to San Francisco. So she was interested in one, some art school out there. And we went to an abstract expressionist exhibit. But it was one of those ones where, you know, the guy had, uh, Jackson Pollock or somebody, had just basically yeah. just gone crazy and just flung splatter his paint. splatter paint. Mm-hmm. Eh. <laughs> art is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> Okay. Well, then good. Then I'm totally justified to not liking it. Absolutely. You can. That's the the joy. I mean, so you don't want to like everything in art. Sometimes you want it to, like, disgust you or make you angry or hate it, you know? Like, that's good. No, no. I'd rather just get a nice... You'd just rather like everything. I I want pictures that I like. Okay. I'd rather... In fact, I'd rather look at photographs, generally speaking, 
then um, my, my daughter paints, draws things that I like. Okay. That, there you go. There's an artist I enjoy is my daughter, but I also like it because she's my daughter, but also because they're good pictures. Well, if you like photographs, have you seen the, the tintype photography? It's like, from the olden days? From the olden days? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you like that? I mean, I like it when they colorize it and make it look like, oh, this is what the 1900s looked like. Well, I'm asking because we ran into, in the French market in New Orleans, we're walking along and, and, and they have all those, you know, vendors and everything oh, in yeah, the French yeah. market. And one of the people we came across was a, a woman who was doing tintype photography. And basically, you can set up an appointment, you can get in the photo booth, take a photo, and then they transfer that photo into making it look like a tintype. And it lasts forever. So what is different between that and going to Gatlinburg and dressing up like a, you know, a prostitute and a, and a cowboy? I think the... Which we could still which do. Which you could do, yeah. yeah. We could do that pretty easily. Coming up soon on Frank and Friends. <laughs> That's actually going to be a great episode. I wonder which, I wonder which one I'll be. <laughs> go ahead and find out go ahead um, well the tintype actually is like a process in which the photographer actually creates the the um image in like a different way so yeah. i think the the one over in gatlinburg is still just going to be like a, oh, regular, it's a regular photograph photo. yeah, yeah, yeah. and it will deteriorate over time right. they just put in a sepia filter right. and that's but that. the tintype is actually like a style of photography that they did in the old Do they make days. it on tin yes oh okay yeah all right. Yeah. All right. Then I'm all in favor of it. That's pretty cool. They had these really interesting like plaques and different ways that you could frame it and everything. You know who else yeah. used the methods of the old days to create something new? Who, Frank? My friend Maureen at the Middleburg Barn. <laughs> oh, yes, Maureen. When uh, last time around we showed you the picture that I took of the um, the barn being, you know, the, the mortise and tendon, it's called, where they used wooden pegs and they put fit the, the pieces of the barn together and mm-hmm. it's more sturdy like Lincoln logs yeah, yeah. Um, and this is the way they did it before they would use nails and other modern conveniences so she built this beautiful they call it the Gucci barn because nice. it's so beautiful but it's rustic and it's luxurious and you can go there with the under the Swarovski crystals and yes, feel like it, yeah it's this mishmash of well that's modern and beautiful and luxurious but I'm in this rustic barn on an actual operating horse farm That's so cool. in horse country or hunt country they call it in Middleburg Virginia <laughs> so it's rustic chic yeah well yeah yeah, yeah all of yeah. that stuff and she's into it Maureen is you know and they you can when you rent out the Middleburg barn for your party event wedding yeah, whatever, charity event, you could opera show, whatever you want to rent it out for. Um, you get it for the whole day. You don't have to worry about getting out of there because someone else is coming. Like if you have an afternoon wedding, well, you just rent it up till midnight and you get the thing. The whole day. Yeah, they yeah. don't double book because that's, that's how they, you know, they want to make sure everybody has a top-notch quality yeah, experience. Yeah, customers are happy. Yeah. So call, uh, look up the com or call Maureen at area code 540-687-5255. And uh, find out if that's perfect for you in the Washington, D.C. area. You know, I mean, it's, how many miles did I say west of? Uh, uh, 20 or 40, 40 miles or? out west of Washington and 25 minutes from Dulles Airport, assuming that you're driving 60 miles an hour, you know. <laughs> Which I am, at least. <laughs> so, I mean, if you hit some of that Dulles Airport traffic, it might be a little longer. Yeah. Mm, sure. But I was, yeah, I was looking at, a, uh, I got one of those maps from, um, Google the other day telling me every place I'd been in the past two years. Oh, that's interesting. And I, this is going to sound horrible, I didn't realize the hospice where my mother was was so close to Middleburg. 
because I could have gone. Maureen, have, Maureen. Yeah. Except my mom, I had to couldn't you know I couldn't yeah. leave. I had to. I was, I, so Maureen, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Next time we're up that way, we'll uh, we'll stop by the the Middleburg Barn. Yeah, that's fun. I do want to go check that out one day. I have to take a road trip. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're trying to keep a, a good schedule here of uh, doing the shows. And in fact, you know, with the um, you're traveling. Because you also went to Florida for an audition. I did. I mean, I got back, and I was actually supposed to go to New York also, but the conference I was going to go to got canceled because of COVID. So, oh, no. Yeah, I was supposed to be gone all last week. I ended up having to change my flight because I got an audition in Florida, so I flew to Florida instead of New York, which no one's going to yeah. complain well, about that. Well, you know, uh, Renee, who watches our episodes religiously, was so excited that we were back because we had you oh, know, been yay. gone for two Thanks, weeks. Renee. And uh, I think she goes by Katya on the show, yeah. on the on the comments. Um, and then I felt bad, like, oh, no, Renee's going to get mad because uh, we I'm had a, another gap between episodes because of all of this. So you and I are texting each other back and forth trying to figure out when can we meet up and record. Yes, because I try not to be a disappointment. <laughs> I, well, I mean, me neither. I mean, I certainly, I'm not, I have not been uh, idle uh, you know, I've been busy doing the Scholars Bowl press tour for the first part of January yeah. and running around, you know, doing other stuff. I mean, I want to tell you about this dinner uh, date I went out on. Dinner date? This is, um, <laughs> Does Jerry know about this? <laughs> maybe it's not a date. What would you call it? Well, anyway, so, so I, uh, Catherine's like, well, what day is good for you? And I'm like, well, all right, if we record, because I wanted to record over the weekend, but you had to prepare uh, stuff for a board meeting and you had, you had a lot of work to do. And I'm... Not that, I'm not trying to cry about this, but it worked out. No, it just worked out that I ended up with this gap in my, which is bad for me. Gaps are bad Especially for me. Especially when the snow is falling and it's getting cold and it's gray. Because I can't go out. I don't want to go out. I won't go outside. Um, you know, snow is like COVID to me. I won't go near it. <laughs> don't touch it. I'm not, I don't want to be anything to do with it. But <laughs> it means that I end up, you know, getting into this kind of rut yeah. This emotional, depressive rut where I'm like, oh, I don't have a show to do today. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do with myself. So that's bad. Yeah. But um, then I get a text from you saying, oh, you can come. And I'm all excited again, as you can tell. <laughs> um, and I said, well, okay, if we film that day, then it's going to be tight because I have Einstein Simplified. And then I have to uh, go meet up with Marshall Andy. And then I have, we're going to the Nativity pageant dinner. Right. So it's a, multiple things. I said, well, all right, I'll try to edit a little bit as best I can. In fact, I think you asked me, what days do I like to edit? Because you can record on Tuesdays. Right. And so I was trying to see if there's a, a better day that you like to record. Because I you know, like to record on the same day every week so I can just kind of plan my schedule. Whereas I like to just record every day. I right. Just, <laughs> 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 I have so much to do. Just come over to, every day. Oh, and my we'll, goodness. And we'll make a new show every day. I want to talk about OCD, my schedule. Ooh. That's not how it yeah. goes. So um, you said you text me. Well, in fact, here, I'll put it on the screen. Catherine says, Ideally, what days do you prefer to edit? And I said, well, it's best for me to do a little every day. And so I started laughing hysterically. What? And what's funny about that? I, I mean, I'm trying to do a little bit every day so that because it takes time to edit these things. It takes I, hours. I know. And then I, I was like, why am I laughing? I think I might have read that wrong. And so I went back and looked at it and I was like, wait, he said, best for me is to do a little every day. I thought what you said was best for me is to do very little every day. So here I am, not telling you that I'm I'm a little bit depressed, and you're and I'm getting this crying emoji of laughter. And um, then, oh, Catherine, yeah, how do I? Be. I don't yeah. know. Maybe this yeah. isn't going to work out. 
Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't mean to laugh at you. Uh, uh, just I brutal. Just read it wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that I did get to do was I got to meet up with some old friends. That's good. That's good. You know, keeping me busy um, is always a good thing. So um, the this DJ that I worked with in Los Angeles. Uh, that then went on and worked in Houston, much like I left Los Angeles and came here. He left Los Angeles and went, went to, to Houston. Houston. It was very successful in Houston. And by coincidence, he worked at the top. Well, coincidence, he's good. He worked at the top station, um, which I think is KR, what at the time was KRBE. Okay. I worked with him at Power 106 in Los Angeles when it was the top station. And then he's in Houston at KRBE. And my friend Becca James, who has filled in on this show, he has two names, and has names. yeah done the Carnes uh, Christmas Parade with me, also is from Houston. Also worked at the top station KRBE. She knows the guy, and in the course of one of these conversations, we're like, we can't believe that we both know Dave Morales. Yeah, lots of Texas connections here. Yeah, so I so I Dave Morales. We get a she's, I get a text from Becca says Morales is coming to town. We're going to dinner on January tenth. I think it was. Um, hold block out your calendar. I'm nice. like okay. Freddy's out of town. What difference does it make? Because you were. <laughs> I was, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I got a, not, my wife has Knoxville Coral Society. You have, you're gone. I'm like, well, I am going to be sitting home alone feeling sorry for myself. So, yes, I'm coming to dinner. <laughs> so in the course of these uh, text conversations back and forth, uh, we're trying to figure out where to go. And they want to meet at um, Market Square because okay. yeah. it makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, Morales says, well, we just got into the hotel and, you know, we'll be there in a while. And I think, okay. And I'm assuming, because I'm obnoxious, that I'm assuming he's probably staying like the Hotel Alva. Well, yes, it's a very nice. Or the Crown nice. Plaza or the yeah. new Hyatt Regency or the Embassy there's Suites. There's some really nice hotels downtown. And there's more coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, it turns out that he got it on Priceline and was in Lenore City. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and we're yelling at him, going, why the heck did you go to Lenore City? <laughs> and it's like, it's only an hour away. Like, what do you guess is an hour away? But did he fly into Knoxville? No, he flew into Nashville, because he'll only fly southwest. Okay. So, because he's got a zillion miles. But Houston has direct flights to Knoxville now. But on not Allegiant. on southwest. I know. No, he flies southwest. My goodness. So he flies into Nashville, and then they look on Priceline, and he apparently says, well, in Houston, being an hour away is nothing. Well, that's true. I mean, people in Texas, especially in Houston and Dallas Metroplex, yeah. they drive that far every day, like to go to work or. So whatever. there was nothing yeah, to like them. Not a big deal to yeah. stay in, in a hotel in the North City, and we're, yeah. and, we're, and we're walk later. We're walking around downtown, like you could have stayed there, you could have stayed there, you could have stayed there. Yeah. So next time he comes to town, I think he's going to try to stay a little closer. That's good. But, I mean, there's a bazillion hotels because of the Vols. Is yep. a, a Peyton Manning has an all Vols themed hotel. Yep. You get everything's orange. Yep. Well, anyway, so they, they drive in from Lenore City, and we're going to figure out where to stay, where to eat, rather, at Market Square. And this conversation is going back and forth, because I go to Market Square every Tuesday. But now it's a Monday, so it's been six days since I've been, and one of the, I'm just going down the row. And someone says, uh, well, I said, I like not Watson's, which is confusing to someone out of town, because they thought I didn't like Watson's. Right, because you said not Watson's. But I do like not Watson's, which is right. the name of a restaurant. So we ended up not going to not Watson's, because that was too confusing. <laughs> I suggested Soccer Taco. Becca thought this was a terrible idea. How dare I insult someone from Texas and uh, just take them to a Tennessee taco place? I mean... What a horrible insult. Well, they're not... First of all, there are not really any places to get good Tex-Mex in Knoxville at all. That's what Becca said also. Well, I mean, she's a Texas girl. Thank Uh, you, Becca. (laughs) 
I mean, that was the first thing I tried to do when we got to Knoxville, when we moved here 10 years ago. I was like, where are the good margaritas? Like, I'm not going to survive if I don't have good margaritas. And they don't have them. They don't have them, which is why I've switched to cider. Oh, well, I like that. So that makes that makes us something, uh, drinking buddies, though. Yeah. I like I that. But okay. every time I go back to Texas, I have to get a good margarita. So soccer tacos out. Out. Um, stock and barrel was either too crowded or something. Um, and we end up saying, well, Tupelo Honey. But Tupelo Honey had been closed for multiple weeks. They completely renovated the inside of it. And I text back, I'm not sure if Tupelo has reopened. So we're going back and forth and involving poor Dave in this three-way conversation that he doesn't need to be yeah, a part yeah, of. Yeah, right. And finally, I just call Tupelo and find out they had just reopened like the day before. Perfect. So we're going to Tupelo. So now but we're referring to it as Tupelo. So we're telling a guy who's in Lenore City to meet us in Tupelo. <laughs> Which is actually Tupelo, honey. And he's putting it into his GPS. And he can't find Tupelo. Well, because Tupelo, Mississippi comes up. But then he realizes, oh, Tupelo, honey, it's actually a chain. He's, he travels all over the world. Yeah. He's heard of it. But his because he's so far away from downtown Knoxville, his GPS is trying to take him to the Tupelo, honey, in Franklin, Tennessee. I was going to say, there's also one in Asheville it could have taken him to. Yes. <laughs> So, so anyway, finally okay. we figure out, no, just go to Market Square. I'm sending him, literally sending him the Google Maps link because Becca is sending him the Apple Maps link, but he's a droid, so he can't read the Apple Maps. So all of this is happening. That's a good time. And meanwhile, I show up, um, I had a TV interview for Scholars Bowl, and I'm, I get down to the parking garage an hour early. That's good. And I sat in my car and I put, uh, downloaded the PBS app and I watched myself <laughs> on Scholars Bowl. <laughs> it was the premiere. It was the first episode. How could I not? That's great. So I watched that and then when the episode's over, I walked to Tupelo. I'm still the first nice. one there. Now I'm still, you know, 20 minutes ahead. Right. So Robert, the server, he puts me in a corner. He's explaining, oh yeah, we added like 40 seats with the renovations, much bigger, nice. more spread out, spacious, blah, blah, blah. Nice. Well, if you go to Tupelo, honey... Holy cow, Brussels sprouts. Do they have good Brussels sprouts? No, no. I love no, Brussels sprouts. No, no, they don't have good Brussels sprouts. They have holy moly Brussels they have, sprouts? They have great to amazing to, to wow Brussels sprouts. Well, I'm going to have to go. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go there with you just to get Brussels sprouts. We can go there and just order an appetizer size of uh, just there need Brussels sprouts. That's very exciting to me. So I had it as my side. Which, okay. And if you had told me at any point in my life, prior to you know 10 or 15 years ago that I would love Brussels sprouts I would have thought you were crazy yeah because the way my mother cooked them they were awful she would like boil them it was disgusting yeah boiling Brussels sprouts is not no mm, but these are they're they're a little salty which is but they're you know but I had it with the meatloaf which had some chorizo in it okay so it was a very good meal I loved every bit of it did they have bacon in them I don't think so honey I think it was honey and, yeah. and a little bit of spice. They were spicy nice. and salty and sweet and crispy and everything all at the same time. They that were just perfect. They great. were just perfect. And so then after, we're now we close the place. They close at 8 o'clock on a Mondays. We totally close the joint. And Morales, they're not on Texas time or Hollywood time, whatever they were, or they most recently were. Because he's a movie reviewer or movie um, guy. Yeah, the he, night is just started. Yeah, he, he flies yeah. around the world to press junkets to interview celebrities in London, Hollywood, nice. New York. I mean, he had just done the cast of Spider-Man and, you know, all these Very people. Cool. He's, and they Very all know him because he's been yeah. doing it for so long now. Very cool. You know, so it's, it's extremely cool. And um, he's, he's got all these stories to tell about all these people. And, and we want to reminisce about his time with Becca in Houston and his time with me in Los Angeles. The time, you know, we put the Conehead hat on him, made him, dressed him up as an actual Conehead. <laughs> Paramount put the official Conehead makeup on him nice. for the premiere of that movie back in nice. the 90s. Very fun. So many stories. So now we got to go someplace else. Got to find another place to go. 
So where did you go? That's open at eight o'clock on a Monday night. Well, I mean, when you're sitting in Tupelo Honey and you go out to the back, the bathroom for Tupelo Honey, it's the same bathroom for the Oliver Royale, right? And the Oliver Hotel. They're all they're all connected. You know, and the Peter Kern Library, which is the bar, the lobby bar, at the Oliver Hotel. But it's they call it a speakeasy. Well, yeah, because I mean it's fabulous. It has that wall in the as a bookcase that slides bookcase that slides over, and that's the secret entrance that's from the from the lobby from the lobby of the hotel. And then there's an actual speakeasy with a red light entrance with the red light and a, and a, and the and a, and a peekaboo, right? Yep. So I and they thought, only allow like I don't know ten people in at a time, even on a wait. You already knew that. We found out the hard way. Well. You know, I, I'm friends with this person named Brandon Gibson. And yeah. If you attend... He's Mr. Downtown. Yes. And if you go with Brandon Gibson, you can get in. Well, I thought I could get in. <laughs> Frank Flip and Murphy, I thought I could maybe get in. But I, they didn't know. Nobody knew who I was. Remember, I had just been to the Oliver. Remember last week? I told oh, you, yeah. I had oh, just yeah. been to the Oliver to steal some copies of VIP they Knoxville probably Magazine. probably tagged you. Yeah. So here I am, hoping that my friend A.J. Dave is working, and he's, I just missed him again. Because mm. he could get me in. Right. Right? Right. He's the only person there I know. But these other people are like, oh, no, no, he's already gone. You don't, you know, who are yeah, you? Who are yeah. you? I'm like, ah, I'm nobody. So <laughs> we go from the, we come out of Tupelo, we use the restroom, and then we go down the hall to get into the, sneak in to the speakeasy side of um, the Peter Kern Library. And there's a guy there with, like, the valet desk, and he's looking at us. And he's telling, well, a couple of things that you need to know. Uh, right now we're at capacity. So you'd have to wait for someone to leave. It's probably about a 45-minute wait. We don't. We, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to just go sit somewhere right. else and talk yeah. loudly about Absolutely. Hollywood stars. Absolutely. So we go. <laughs> so we go. Uh, that's not. That's number one. That's not going to work. And he says, oh, "I'm just. You know, I know it's for future reference. Uh, we don't allow cargo shorts. Do they not?" And he's looking <gasps> at Morales, who's got on his backwards ball cap and his t-shirt. He didn't even know who he is. And his uh, cargo shorts. And like, well, yeah, cargo shorts are not allowed. <laughs> They did not say that. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm wearing a Brooks Brothers shirt and some khaki slacks, so I'm a, I think I'm okay. But uh, Morales has got on his cargo shorts, and that's not allowed. And they also then tell us that, yeah, so uh, you know, when you come back, you know, you'll just give me the four-digit password to get in. What? Yes. What? Yes. No. So too, too crowded. No cargo shorts. Four-digit password. Wow. So we are now... It's gotten a little out of hand over there. It's a Monday at yeah. 8.30. That's crazy. You used to just be able to like sneak in through that, That's how, that wall and, and, right. and get in, and That's, no one knew about it, and now it's like this... like. I went there with yeah. Christian one time, to, we had Moscow Mules, yeah. and we recorded an episode that got so out of hand, we never published it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot in that library to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> that creepy painting... Uh, yeah, so I think, uh, is that a show? Did we make a show? We did. That's a show. All right. Well, I appreciate you, Frady. Thank you so much for, uh, for being here. And uh, if you want to listen to more great, exciting entertainment like this, including this, you can catch it on Audible. AudibleTrial.com backslash Frank and Friends Show. To get a free 30-day trial, download anything you want during the course of that um, 30-day trial. And get to keep it. Yeah. And then when you renew and start paying for it, then you get more of those downloads and so on and so on and so on. Um, 
But you can binge a whole series. You can listen to a, an, an audio book. There's exclusive content that they're making just for Audible members now. Which, that's very exciting. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, Amazon owns Audible. So it's kind of like if you, Amazon Prime, you know, they have shows that are just on that. Well, they're doing the same thing with Audible. So if you're into whether it's podcasts or just dramas, comedies, just the whole idea of listening while you're driving, while you're laying in bed, while you're working around the house and your Amazon Echo. It's so much, it's very freeing. Yeah. That's why podcasts absolutely. are so popular is because you can put it on the earbuds or just put it on the, in the house. And do it, listen to it while you're doing other things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So check out audibletrial.com backslash show, and um, that's how they'll know that you got it from us. It benefits your supporting our show while you do that, and we do appreciate it. Yes, thank you. We also thank you for uh, telling your friends about us, for liking, sharing, subscribing. And smashing that button. For notifications. Um, you also can find out about our merch at frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. store. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's about everything. And that's I think, all the things. Uh, I think I'm going to see this battery. I'm, I'm just blanking red, which means i got to hurry up and shut up. We're getting the hook. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Catherine Frady. I'm Frank Murphy. See you next time.